Hey Unfiltered Babes, in this week's episode of Raven Unfiltered, we are joined by Unfiltered Babe Ashley. We discuss being celibate while dating. So let's go on and get into this episode now. Okay, so tell me about your date. Well, my date was pretty cool. Um, I always imagine myself having them dates that I see on TV. Mm-hmm. And I found myself... I guess dating over the years, just kind of constructing it for myself instead of letting the guy, you know, get creative and playing and stuff. So I, I found that when I kind of took my hand off of that and just be like, you know what, it is what it is. I'm only going to do a certain thing. Um, I'm not going to be forceful and I'm not giving too much help or direction. You know, mm-hmm. the person that's for me where I'm supposed to be hanging out with, kicking it with, mm-hmm. they gonna know how to show up and, you know, show up correct, so. I like that. This was that type of situation. I didn't have to plan anything. And I believe it's because I kind of t- took the expectations off of it. If it wasn't presenting on what I wanted, it, that's just what it, that's what it was. I didn't try to force it or put it in a certain box. And so, you know, I was talking to somebody that I've talked to in the past, but mm-hmm. um, just with learning and growing and just becoming mature and unattaching myself with certain outcomes, it's just, you know what, things may not be perfect and how I want it to be, but, you know, still honoring the qualities in people without, mm-hmm. like, totally just, you know, just, just throwing them away. So it's just like, it's still good in this, but maybe every aspect of a person is not meant for me so still being open to receive Mm -hmm. in a certain way and understanding the limitations so moving forward with somebody i've dealt with before just being a friend and just learning each other and just having a regular conversation um you know he planned this date i didn't ask for it because i'm i'm so okay with you know Mm -hmm. with me and my homegirls and me by myself and it just came out of nowhere he said hey i planned do an Italian cooking class and I'm going to do a mixology class after that and if we still hungry I just book um, a brunch just in case and like that's the type of shit I'm on <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit I like I do and it is not even in a in a romantic sense or a sense where it being like a man to woman type mm-hmm. of situation like even with my girlfriends like I just came from Maine we just flew there to eat lobsters <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like I, I like I like that level of spontaneity, mm-hmm. and I do like somebody who shows some type of initiative mm-hmm. and is excited about mm-hmm. the things that I'm excited about. Cause mm-hmm. like I need that type of energy, or I probably won't even defer to you as far as something that I want to do. do. Right, I, so. I agree with that so much. Like um, something you said earlier that um, resonated with me was when you was like, "You're not going to force things." And I've been hearing people say that a lot. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's the lesson for this year for me is like mm-hmm. to not force certain situations. Because mm-hmm. me, it's like if I want it right then and there, I'm going to go after and get it. I'm going to try and go out of my way to achieve that thing. Like especially when it comes to dating and stuff like that. It's like, okay, I like you. I want you. And all right, now this is how I want you to, to pursue me. And this is how I want you to do. So, you know, it can go as planned for me. And it's just like I stopped back from that. I stopped back from like forcing certain situations mm-hmm. and just – being free and just clearing my mind and just going with the flow because that's something that's hard for me like I'm a planner mm-hmm. but I'm also spontaneous in the same breath like mm-hmm. like how you were saying you went to, you planned a trip to, I mean y'all did a uh, spontaneous trip to Maine mm-hmm. me and my girls we did a spontaneous trip to Tennessee one day 
We just woke up, drove down there. Nothing was planned, just went. And, like, I like stuff like that. I like, you know, hey, let's just go here. Let's let's go to New York because we want some steak. Or let's go to Philly because we want a cheese steak. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, in my in my mind, and I, I, it's not only I ideal, but I guess I'm just learning my requirements and things that I prefer and my preference. And it's like we all have choice. Mm-hmm. And... I found, like, in my younger days, in my less <laughs> developed and less mature days, it's kind of you are accepting what's being given to you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's shoved down our throat from the music that we listen to, the rom-com stuff mm-hmm. that we look at. You see somebody, they do something nice, and they in the bed, and they all in love. And, like, that's not real. Mm-hmm. But this is really being reenacted and internalized, um, and we, we are really kind of putting the horse before the cart as my grandmother would say you know <laughs> don't buy the milk before you buy you the cow you don't know people you mm-hmm. don't know how they are you are so invested emotionally tied sleeping mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. not knowing a lot of stuff so i just yeah you really have to like slow down and get to know people and so when you take those type of expectations off of that end game mm-hmm. how what the outcome is going to be because you don't know what the outcome will be you know what you want for yourself mm-hmm. and that doesn't never have to change but as you get into date and you get into know people you need to see things for what they are so i'm i'm not for forcing anything i'm big on compatibility and chemistry mm-hmm. however I've learned that I have to kind of present myself in a way that I'll be able to make an executive decision as far as getting to know a person. Like, you know, a lot of times as women, we just give men all the freaking answers. <laughs> I like this and da, 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 and this is what I answer. Any man that I'm with, they can't do this, this, that, and the third. They need to exhibit this, 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 and what? You get someone who morphs into what you just said mm-hmm. instead of just existing and let things be and just mm-hmm. having a conversation and see if you kind of can click and the things that are dear to you do that spark mm-hmm. in conversations without giving somebody the blueprint to um, to dupe you real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't with the fugazi. Just let it be organic <laughs> and natural. Nah, I'm not with the fugazi. I'm, I'm really not. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people... Um, well, I wouldn't say a lot of people. A lot of men in conversation kind of be like, oh, that's like, you doing too much. Like, mm-hmm. come on, we just need to. I don't even want to go out with you until I know that we can hold a conversation that's mm-hmm. intriguing. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to waste your time. I definitely don't want to waste my time. It's like, I'm not that pressed for a meal or going out to drink because mm-hmm. I enjoy my own company and mm-hmm. then I have friends. So it's like, I want my leisurely time hanging out to be uh, meaningful mm-hmm. and have some type of substance mm-hmm. and not just for what it shows, you mm-hmm. know, the perception. I want it really to be something, so. Mm. Um, and I think, like, something that you, you said that's key and that you keep repeating is enjoying yourself and enjoying your own company. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people struggle with spending time alone with themselves mm-hmm. and knowing themselves because it's like, People are afraid to be alone in today's society. Mm -hmm. I remember when the pandemic first started and um, I saw a tweet on Twitter or whatever and it was saying Americans are either horny or depressed because the the two top top trending shows on Netflix was um, uh, 365, which was like a 
like x-rated show compared to um <laughs> what was it 50 shades of gray mm. and then um the other one was um damn something oh my god hannah baker was the character and she was a suicidal she um, killed herself what is the name 13 reasons why oh i love that yeah 13 uh-huh. seasons rise so the 13 reasons why is in 365 mm. um were the two top trending shows and it just shows like people are lonely out here and people don't know how to be okay with being alone and being by themselves. I think even even so more than just like being lonely is um a lot of people are kind of numbing out. Mm-hmm. When you watch things that are tad worse than what your situation is, you get to deflect. You get to go deep dive in that situation and it takes the energy and the attention off of you. Mm-hmm. You know, those moments of silence those moments when you don't have the busyness of being out and stuff, they those those silent moments be the loudest. <laughs> and you have to live with yourself. Mm-hmm. And at some point there's a, a level of reflection. I mean, if you are conscious enough to even be accept I mean susceptible to that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people do things to distract, like a lot of distractions. So whether that's like what you're watching is indicative of how you feel, it's sometimes an out from what you really need to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I, I find a lot of numbing out and busy work and distractions just to get your mind off of what you really need to be focusing on. And I don't know how we got on this because I was talking about my bomb ass date. <laughs> Because <laughs> we were talking about uh, loneliness and stuff, and it oh, resonated yeah, with me. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But finish telling me about your bonus date. So, we get there, and it was so cool because it was such a diverse group there. Mm-hmm. So, we go to this restaurant, this Italian restaurant. The owner was the one curating the whole class. Mm-hmm. Um, we had supplies right there. Got two white couples, two girlfriends that came together, mm-hmm. a black couple. It was just, it was, it was cool. And then everybody was chill. And then it was unlimited Prosecco, which is my very absolute favorite sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. So we was lit. <laughs> <laughs> I came hungry. I left full. We had a three-course meal. Mm-hmm. We had the mozzarella and the cherry tomatoes with the balsamic vinegar. Mm-hmm. How Elmo said, balsamic vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had that for our first course. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. <laughs> and then we had um, spinach ravioli, mm-hmm. and we made cheesecake. Ooh! So it was it was cool. So mm-hmm. I was definitely full. The food tastes good. I'm like, oh wow. It's so easy to buy the noodles from the market, but it was super cool to actually make it. And then we oh, bought wow. some flour and eggs and a little, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. That was a different experience. And it was something outside of the norm. Okay. So I appreciated the effort in it. And it was, you know, it was something other than going out to dinner, eating and drinking. It was a, it was a whole experience. Mm-hmm. I'm super big on experiences. So this goes down in the books for me. So I feel like this is just a starting gateway to my more you know lavish experiences in the dating world Mm -hmm. because the quality is getting better the quantity has dialed down but I am I'm okay because you know what I want to attract is not it's not really the the norm or the status quo it's for people who are outliers who are really searching for something deeper than what's on the surface so Mm -hmm. they might be few in between but I don't even want to speak that on my life this is just (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not even going to do that. I feel like as I move towards where I want to be, mm-hmm. I'm going to attract what what I need mm-hmm. in that moment. So I, I'll put it like that. Okay. 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 Hmm. That's just, I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm trying to sit here and think about like my best dates or one of the dates that's for the books. And I don't honestly think that I could give an answer or a story to that question because it's like, I think that like, in my dating experiences, I've been settling for a lot of things. And, like, either I've been settling or I'm going to go back to how you say we um, romanticize a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like, so I would compare different things to, like, what I see on TV mm-hmm. and what those expectations should yes. be. And it's just, like, I don't think that i ever been on a date where I was, like, wild mm-hmm. or swept off my feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, like, I had okay dates, you mm-hmm. know? I think that, like... For the type of person I am, I, I deserve way better dates than I was mm. given, you know. Um, but that's that's neither here nor there. I so. agree. And I feel, in my experience, um, I've been dating for a long, long <laughs> while. <laughs> it's a long while. But, well, I feel like I started being able to date exclusively by myself without group dates like 17. Mm. I am... Well Not beyond that days. right now, <laughs> <laughs> I am well beyond that right now. But I feel like um, I'm ambitious. Mm-hmm. I know. Did you want I some more wine? Yes, please. Okay. I'm ambitious. I know what I want, mm-hmm. so I don't mind. And and people look at me as a resource. So even in a dating aspect, oh, she know where to go. She know well where we. What? Where am I? And I would be so okay with that because that's how I acquiesce in my real life with everything else. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, well, let me find a place for us. And like a real man who knows what he wants Mm -hmm. and wants to gain my attention and my time will um, put forth the effort to to figure something out. Regardless if that has been my experience thus far, I know that's something that's possible and feasible and that's something that I'm going to that's going to be like a standard for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The whole settlement, I definitely think I have felt victim to that. I mean, I, victim sounds so, so harsh battered and, and down. Yeah, but like, at the end of the day, it's just like you are accepting what's being given to you. Mm-hmm. You're not setting a standard that people have to, to rise up there. So you feel like you accepted those standards because you felt like that's all that was you could get, or is that all that was being shown to you? I believe um, we have TV, mm-hmm. and you know, this, in some sense, we look for TV as a a norm setting for us, but it has a duality. Mm-hmm. It's like it's TV, so it's almost unreal, mm-hmm. and so like you don't have like a, a actual. Uh, model or somebody to actually tell you you just you're like a child just looking at adults do stuff not knowing the context that is being done in Mm -hmm. not really know what the origin is the real effects the implications or the impacts okay using social work terms (laughs) and not even being a social worker i'm telling you like you don't know so it's just like I'm, i'm i'm bearing off but as far as like having children, like it's really important for me to be able to model and to be able to teach because there's some grown folks out here, undeveloped, just grown children mm-hmm. walking around. Exactly. And it's just like, if you don't get it now, you need to get it later. But 
some people don't get it. Mm-hmm. And you you just walk around as this undeveloped person not understanding stuff, having children and passing that on. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, as far as the settling piece is, is not having somebody who I could really trust or I even look to as someone who could give me advice for mm-hmm. real. Because, you know, it's very easy to other yourself. And mm-hmm. I've othered myself even with my own friends. Like, oh, well... She heard her mother and her father in the house or, you know, they all went to to school and college and stuff. Like, these are people that look like me. We hang out and we're doing the same stuff. But it's very easy for you to isolate yourself mm-hmm. and make yourself feel like what happens to them is impossible for you. Mm-hmm. But I am a spiritual woman and, <laughs> you know... I know God gives people that things that are not even deserving sometimes, but that's not for us to understand. But he does not have play favorites or anything. So what did he do to somebody else? There's nothing to separate me from that other than my faith walk and the things that I'm going to be doing to get to that place. So, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. <laughs> okay. Um, what is something... I know you spoke on it earlier, some of the things you changed in your dating aspects and, you know, how you, you seek your partner or whatever. Um, I know you shared with me prior to coming on the podcast that you started a new journey. Would you care to talk about that? Yes. Um, I recently committed to a celibacy journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still defining the parameters of that. Um, I don't have a particular end date. You know, idealistically, I would love to just be celibate until I'm married. Um, but it's like, I don't know how I want to to classify it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I just need to take that off the table, period. Mm-hmm. You know, whether I'm being in a relationship or whether getting to know somebody, I feel like for me personally, sex kind of clouds my judgment in a sense. It's kind of just you want to get to the good. Mm-hmm. So you skip over a lot of stuff. You know? <laughs> you avoid those red you know, things. You mm-hmm. ask a question, you don't get full clarity because that might change how you want to end the night. Mm-hmm. So it's like those things kind of put a wedge between me really getting to know somebody. And I've noticed in my dating life, up until honestly recently and I want to say less than a year ago you know I, I have not been asking the questions <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been asking the questions I've been spending the time mm-hmm. I've been in the presence of the person mm-hmm. we're doing everything but we're not getting down to these very pertinent questions that will really reveal if this is something that I need to be the bulk of my energy and time to mm-hmm. Because, you know, you want it to, you know, you smell good, you look good. Especially when you look good together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll ask that later. Let's go out. Let's be seen. Let's do what the world is saying we should be doing right now. I'm telling you, when you look at TV and movies and you talk to other people, there is not a big period of really like an authentic exchange as far as getting to know one another. Mm-hmm. It's just a hot and heavy romance mm-hmm. it's the uh what is it called the honeymoon phase the honeymoon them love bombs <laughs> <laughs> i am so over with the love bombs it's just it's like what you know ignites really really fast like that burns out really fast mm-hmm. too and then i'm not gonna say that's in every single circumstance but i am tired of feeling like i'm sleeping with the enemy or i don't know who i'm having sex with because 
over time, you get to know each other, and then you spend more time, you ask more questions, you get a little bit more comfortable, you kind of say the real you and how you really feel, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I'm sleeping with this person. <laughs> you know, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just like, y'all, I really have not legit been getting to know people in the way that I should to be offering myself up in that type of way. So, and if you don't... You, I always feel like I'm doing my due diligence <laughs> to getting to know somebody until, because it's like you want to do this, I'm going to just hold off today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait till the next month. But it's like you always had that at the end mm-hmm. of whatever That's the you destination. got going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like you kind of, you're still working to get there. So I'm like, let me take this off the table completely and just see how you are as a person. What's your character like? Mm-hmm. My grandmother told me once, and I really honestly never felt the gravity of that until like way way later in life (laughs) i want to say like a year or two ago (laughs) (laughs) she said you could tell you could tell the tree by the fruit it bears because people talk a lot of snacks and they look good so you want to believe them because you want it to be a certain way Mm -hmm. but your life has to be indicative of the things that you're speaking of. And mm-hmm. sometimes you don't even have to speak. Your life will speak for itself. Mm-hmm. So, like, just taking heed and really observing people and holding them accountable for the things that they're saying, mm-hmm. the things that they're doing, um, has been such a stress reliever for me. Because mm-hmm. I know I've been in relationships before where I just ruminate over things, like waking up thinking about it, like, uh, 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 like, girl, you need some clarity. You need to make a damn decision. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> if this is something that's so important to you, maybe you should have spent a little bit more time getting to know this person in that aspect mm-hmm. before you commit yourself because you feel bad. Like, I don't want to pull out. <laughs> you feel like a little punk. But, you know, that feeling does not overpower me to <laughs> pull it out. <laughs> But, like, I've been shamed before, mm. you know, by making an observation and making an executive decision that's going to work, you know, in my own favor. Mm-hmm. Because maybe I don't feel safe in a certain type of intimacy level mm-hmm. uh, based off things that I've learned. And it's just like, I think some things you just need to accept. You don't always have to push through or work for like and then and I feel like the last year or so I've been defining what those things are for me because they change they definitely change, but like it is good to have like a a basis standard and not just oh well, if you don't beat me <laughs> <laughs> come on man we are we are well beyond that it's like we're not surviving we are thriving mm-hmm. we want to curate the life that we really want so it's not about accepting what's given to you mm-hmm. it's deciding what it is that you like what are you looking for what is important to you what are your morals and seeing someone else who has some you know, some similarity in that, or it can meet you in the middle. But some of those founding things need to be in place. And if they're not in place, that's going to create some type of conflict and contention. And I'm in a space right now where I'm just trying to define what all that looks like for me. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's like, yeah, I am very um, firm and rooted in some of the things that I want, but I'm also providing space 
to learn and make concessions. Not selling, but making concessions for somebody who may not be exactly where I am, but there has to be some standard things that are in place mm-hmm. in order to even have faith that there will be some type of growth. Or I will be able to even withstand someone, you know, mm-hmm. changing or evolving. And I feel like you should accept people the way they are. So th- mm-hmm. the standard has to be there mm-hmm. for me to even think that this is something that I can kind of work with. Mm-hmm. So um, I like how you said allowing them to provide space or you're providing a space allowing them to meet you in the middle or you know um accept them for who they are Mm -hmm. and i think that if more people were more understanding and you know show their face value then the dating scene would be a lot different and i'm seeing a lot more um i'm hearing about let me say that a lot more people are being celibate or practicing the absence absence journey or whatever Mm -hmm. um and I think that people are being more intentional about their dating and Mm -hmm. about what they want and their needs and just seeking clarity as far as like who they are as a person outside of this entity Mm -hmm. and who they are while dating, you know? Um, Because people show up differently mm -hmm. in different spaces. So that's why I'm big on not really committing to Mm -hmm. anything. It's like who you are. Who are you as a person? Mm-hmm. Not in regards to how much you like me and how you're going to treat me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fool and I'm not going to think that mm-hmm. you're just going to be this perfect person because I changed you and now it's me. No, no. Mm-hmm. How do you treat the people who can't do nothing for you? I'm going to check when I'm cool, but I'm listening. How do you treat the people who, you know, you're not getting nothing from? What do you think of your family? What do you think of your friends? So I need to know all of those type of information to help me decide how I'm going to categorize you. Because mm-hmm. we all making judgments out here. <laughs> <laughs> we are all making judgments and I just want to have the most objective and I want to have, have the most information to, to make the most educated um, decision as far as how I want to invest my time, energy, and have you up in my space. hmm so, how long have you been celibate for? I've officially committed in October. Okay, so you're you're new to the. I'm a newbie, and I feel like I can't even really hold the celibacy flag until I am in a situation where I'm dating somebody and we're vibing, and I'm like I'm committed to what that is. Mm-hmm. Like I went on this date, <laughs> <laughs> and I almost couldn't speak to this. <laughs> different with people you've been there before Mm -hmm. it's like there's a more pushing of the envelope Mm -hmm. i think it'll be easier for me for somebody i don't know Mm -hmm. and and we never been there but that's a new experience for me that i really can't speak to but i feel so much lighter and freer when that that not being on the table Mm -hmm. because it's like at the end of the day i'm thinking about the men that i have dated Mm -hmm. when have i ever tripped (laughs) Is when, like, how much of a motherfucker would be, and I'm doing this. And it's just like, I don't have to extend myself in that type of way. And there is value in spending time and dating without that. And I know that for a fact because 
I've had men still like interested mm-hmm. and we ain't doing nothing. Just want to be in my energy and my time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, first of all, regardless of how I'm looking right now, I'm a whole dime. <laughs> <laughs> and a vibe. Like, we could do stuff. We could have fun. You mm-hmm. can really be honest with me because it's just like, you know what? I know that may have stung me a little bit because I'm not used to being in this transparent state. Mm-hmm. But this is a space I want to live in. Mm-hmm. I want to know what it is. And if I don't, I, I'm all for the crucial conversations. I'm all for, and, and I respect them. Because mm-hmm. it's like, tell me what I need to know for me to make the best decision. Not the decision that's going to be in your favor or what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. Give me the information. So we are, regardless of what you got planned, we are going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be friends. And I find a lot of times when getting to know people, men especially, is I found more truth, honesty, and transparency when speaking about topics when it's not directly focused on that person and you. Mm-hmm. It's like when you, we give a scenario when it's someone else mm-hmm. where it's, you know, the heat is not on you, you give it like a more unfiltered, mm-hmm. honest, you know, analysis of a situation. And that's what I want. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> and then like I never... You want the barbershop talk. Yeah. Give me the... give me, Tell me because I'm really looking for my life partner. Mm-hmm. My like best friend, somebody that I'm going to be doing... A lot of things with and it's just like we need to be able to click in that type of way and if we don't that is so fine because we could still be friends but um, I'm just feeling I'm finding the value in the journey and in the process because mm-hmm. everybody ain't gonna be my husband mm-hmm. that, that's something I that's something I struggle with everybody like I go crazy listen I go crazy since I'm dating a guy and I really care for him and you I really like him too. I be like that's my husband you know and I think about I think about the time where we were both working for the school system the mm-hmm. city schools and um, we was on the phone and I was dating African and you was dating contractor mm-hmm. and um it was new it was new new and uh, I remember being on the phone with you and I was like yeah so let me go get this dashiki and all this other shit and we was just talking crazy shit and we just literally got in these relationships probably like we probably was in there probably like three weeks and we was already changing our life around giving them that title and it just reminded me that like that statement reminded me of that and it also reminded me of what I said to you this morning this morning like I gotta stop giving people titles that they don't deserve or they haven't earned right. like you're not you're a co-worker you're not mm-hmm. a friend let me correct you on that you're we're not friends we're not associates you're a co-worker mm-hmm. you are someone I'm interested in we're not in a relationship you're not my husband we're not I'm not gonna plan the wedding right away you know what I'm saying like I gotta slow down and take a step back and you know enjoy this journey that we're on and I need to work on as an active thing that I'm working on is oh I'll dumb down whatever the <laughs> fuck we got but still be hot and heavy just like you know what hold up wait a minute now we not together so no we not going to be doing this is that and the third because men don't care what you call it mm-hmm. as long as they getting what they want out of mm-hmm. the situation mm-hmm. so I definitely had to learn to kind of you need to scale back okay you mm-hmm. need to take a seat back <laughs> You just, come on now. Don't don't let him uh, monopolize your time because that's not what this is. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to respond to a text message and listen and do everything at the same it's time. Fine, don't. I'm chicken <laughs> Um. So I want to 
go back to like how you were saying you were new to the you know celibacy team so welcome welcome to this team thank you your struggles early on and I think that like I didn't I don't want to say I didn't struggle in the beginning I think Mm -hmm. I struggled mid-journey let's say that like when I started it wasn't even intentional like it was just it happened because the last nigga I slept with I was just over that nigga like I was (laughs) (laughs) very easy starting (laughs) it was like you know what fuck this nigga um fuck all these niggas all these niggas insane for me and then um a week turned into a month a month Turns into several months. Mm-hmm. Several months turns into said, a oh, year. Oh, put a name to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's celibacy, okay? <laughs> but um, also, when like the breakup happened, and mm-hmm. I was, you know, I wasn't having sex, but I didn't have a desire to have sex. Mm-hmm. Sex was very emotional for me, mm-hmm. and there has to be a trust there. So mm-hmm. if that's absent. Even if I'm just talking to somebody, if I don't have that type of connection and trust, I'm not going to want to go there with you. Yeah, and that's, that's the same for me. But I think that, like, for me, that, like, I am such a sexual person and not even, like, I have to have that trust and that type of commitment there. And I have to, like, you know, find you attractive and things like that. It's just, like, I found myself more. I was talking to a friend who um, was on a celibacy journey as well, and she's a year in. Um, and she was saying like this year, like during COVID times Mm -hmm. was a lot harder for her because it was like, everybody was fucking like everybody was fucking fucking like was a liquor store in the market. Like everybody for heavy, like, and it was just like, damn, like I'm not even trying to be on that level, but I want to be on that level. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I want to be booed up with my nigga and you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, who pregnant next and you know you know like crazy shit like that and it's just like I think this year was hard for me like this year I'm not even gonna lie it was hard temptations was extremely hard um I I I don't want to say I met someone but I met someone and let me tell you when I say it was a struggle just like talking to him and like getting to know him and, like, the littlest things he would do, like, lick his lips or, like, <laughs> the bass he would put in his voice. And it was just, like, ooh, you you just, you want me to pop your babies out. Like, tell See, me, I tell me I know what I got coming because it's still, I feel like it's still very fresh for me. And I can't really wave my celibacy flag mm-hmm. until I meet someone that I'm going to be spending time and getting to know in the dating aspect mm-hmm. that I'm attracted to. That I've never been there before, and mm-hmm. it's some time been there, so you know. Well, let me ask you a question. What is your celibacy? What does that mean to you? I'm honestly, I'm still figuring it out to okay. be honest, because okay. like I said, I, this wasn't planned at all. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was not planned at all. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I said, one week turned into two, two turned into a month, a month turned into a year, yeah, another year turned into another year. Mm-hmm. And I think once I hit that year mark, though, it was like, I could do this. Like, I could do this. Like, I don't. And I was. I can do this. And. Lord, I was not years. Hold up. (laughs) It was like, I could do this. And it's not as hard as I think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, I don't really. I don't want to say I don't need sex because, like. I enjoy sex. I do. I mm-hmm. love sex. It's it's amazing to me. 
but it's like I'm having sex with the wrong people mm-hmm. and like soul ties are very real to me mm-hmm. and like I am taking on all this baggage from this one dude and like he's sleeping around with A, B, C, and D and, and then it's just like the health risk that you exactly. open yourself up to I just get disgusted <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an old lady so I'm like girl close your legs it's, close your I legs I get extremely offended like when I feel close like close your legs and marry men men stepping outside of that situation and just mm-hmm. like ew I know you're not using condoms mm-hmm. it's just, it just really yucky it, it gets real, real murky for mm-hmm. me, and I, I take it personally. Even though a lot of people say, "Well, man, I mean, men can be doing this and stay okay," and I take it very, very personally, and mm-hmm. I try not to internalize things like that. But you're giving yourself away to somebody who is not valuing exactly. in that type of way. So it's like whatever way you're gonna take it. Mm-hmm. So I just took my coochie off the market. <laughs> <laughs> And we just gonna do it like that, like seriously. Mm. I'm hoping that this journey, no, will, it will. will, it will, and what celibacy means to me is me honoring myself, mm-hmm. honoring the things that I want, the type of life I want to live, mm-hmm. me actually picking the type of partner that I want, rather than accepting what's been given my way mm. so it's something new for me it's something that's constantly being redefined mm-hmm. um but i'm enjoying it and mm-hmm. while i'm learning about things that i want in someone else i'm learning so much about myself all right as we begin to wrap up this episode miss ashley what is some advice you would give to your younger self i would say hold fast to the things that are important to you and get to know you before you try to incorporate yourself with someone else. Okay. Thank you for sharing that, and thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, okay, Unfiltered Babes, this wraps up this week's episode. Um, make sure you're following us on Instagram at ravenunfiltered underscore. And Miss Ash, what is your Instagram name? I am on Instagram as Miss Ash Real Estate. She don't know, y'all. She got to figure that out. Yeah, she's confirming that she's a Miss Ash Real Estate. I am on on Instagram as Miss M-I-S-S Ash Real Estate. I do real estate as well as being celibate. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody looking to buy a cell, please hit me up. Thank you. Yes, Ashley is a um, real estate agent, um, and I want to thank you for coming on the show, and thank you for being so open and vulnerable and um, sharing your celibacy journey, and welcome as the newbie. I feel like as the veteran now, I can um, help you along on this journey. Thank you so much for being the support and just providing a safe space to even commune in this way. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. We hope to have you back sometime soon. All right, guys, make sure you tune in next week, next Wednesday at 1220 for a new episode. See you guys soon. Bye, Bye. Unfiltered Babes.